0: Hi, welcome to Exploring the Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega, and this is episode number 125, No Free Will and Accepting We Are People Uppets. Okay, and I'm taping this on May 30th, 2013. Okay, the idea behind this show is that, like, you know... Well, I'll get into it. Like, first, you know, as I do each show, I want to just first go... why what people say when we, when they say we have a free will, um, briefly explain why we don't and, uh, and why, why this matters. Okay. You know, why, why this isn't just like, you know, inconsequential. I'm tired. I just like take, um, a couple of shows. <clears throat> but anyway, um, when people say they have a free will, they say that like, they think like what, what I do is completely up to me. You know, it's, it's like, or even it's partly up to me, but, um, you know, if it's partly up to us and partly up to something else, you know, then it's not a free will. Because, like, again, for for us to have a free will, it would have to be completely up to us. Um, and what does it, what up to us mean? It would mean, like, that we would be able to choose to say, do, think, feel, you know, whatever we wanted to, regardless of things that aren't in our control that are influencing us and actually more precisely that are actually making us do what we do. Uh, My last show was just on the unconscious how because because all the data and all the principles that we use for decision-making are at the level of the unconscious and by definition the unconscious is part of our mind that we're not aware of then that's a good way to understand how it's real actually we have an unconscious will Okay, you know, it's not a free will. It's not a conscious will. Basically, we're willing things unconsciously and then the unconscious is making us aware of sometimes it's decision-making process and ultimate decision, you know, whatever. Okay, so um, another, I think relative to this show, another way of kind of like defining free will is like, free will is like, That um, we can make, we can do things so that like it makes sense that we're, you know, we're we're proud of what we do, and we would feel guilty or shameful for, you know, we're, we're proud of what we do that's good, you know, that's right and all, and we would be, you know, ashamed or we would feel guilty personally, fundamentally responsible for what we do that's wrong. Okay, in other words, we would have fundamental personal responsibility, moral responsibility. Um, The reason we don't is because, again, like the main reason is causality. If all our decisions have a cause, then the causal antecedents to our decisions are going to span back, they're going to regress back in time to before we were born. So obviously, the events, the universe, you know, this chain of causation that precedes our birth... Is leading us to do what we do, so it's you know you, you might want to say that the universe is moral or immoral for what it does. I mean, I'm wearing this shirt about like how we treat animals. I mean, like it's horrible. It, it, it's actually you know you wouldn't believe it. And so like, what's the advantage of you know? I want to get into this, this is important. What's the advantage of understanding we don't have a free will? My my um, my guess on this. I, I, I study psychology. There's. There's, um, we have defense mechanisms. Uh, um, for example, sometimes when we're faced with a reality that we can't accept because it goes in against what we think of ourselves, you know, who we think we are and all, sometimes we'll deny the reality. We'll, we'll just, like, we won't think about it. We'll just pretend it doesn't exist. So what happens with this free will illusion, because we have a free will, because people think we have a free will, okay, because they think they have free will. Um, they, um, you know, they, they, they've seen pictures. They, they understand how horribly we treat these animals, but they can't accept it. They, they, you know, part of their mind says, like, yeah, I can't, you know, I can't accept that I'm part of something so evil, because it really is evil. I mean, it, it's horrible. And so what happens, like, so we have defense mechanisms. Denial is one of them. Many of us will... In order to preserve our well-being, whatever, uh, end up concluding that uh, well, I'm just not going to look at the issue. I'm going to deny it. You know, de- you know, the, some people say to themselves, you know, these animals, uh, they don't feel pain, which is like such nonsense. I mean, there's there's so much evidence. I mean, we've known this for. I mean, any, anytime you see a dog wag its tail or just whimper, you know, when it's hurt and stuff, animals feel pain. My God, and and pigs are actually more intelligent than. Um, than dogs, so that'll give you an understanding of, like, you know, how much we're hurting these animals. But the idea is, all right, again, so, like, how this is relative to the free will thing, to the extent that we understand that free will is an illusion, that we don't have a free will, that, that this evil is fundamentally not up to us, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, is, like, making us, you know, essentially torture and torment these animals, then when we, we kind of, like, that separates us a bit from it, and to the extent we don't have to deny our role in it, you know, in terms of, like, you know, in other words, like, we can't but do what we've been doing to these animals. But to the extent we understand that, then hopefully we can, like, overcome the denial, you know, compassionately, realistically, see what those animals are going through, acknowledge it, accept it. And from compassion, you know, we, we would um, stop eating them, stop, you know, stop hurting them. Okay, so um, so this 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 um this belief in free will is not just extremely harmful to human beings because it is it just has us at each other all the time arguing blaming hating it it also um may actually be um a substantial part of of why you know so many animals in the world are needlessly suffering because like you know I, I, just did a couple of episodes with my vegan sweatshirt, and, you know, I've been a vegan for a while, and, and like, you know, veganism, not eating animals, you, you can be, basically, it's healthier than, than, eating meat, it's a lot less cheaper, you know, the food is much, much cheaper, um, yeah, and, and, and you're, you're not hurting these animals, you know, you don't need to, all right, so let's, let's get on with Jeff, so, um, so yeah, just overcoming this f- illusion of free will would just like make the world better in a lot of ways. Um, okay, um, here's the thing. A lot of people get the logic of why don't we don't have a free will. They understand that if everything has a cause, then the causal regression, the cause and effect goes back to before we were born, makes free will impossible. They understand that if some things weren't caused, because that's, pretty much the only logical alternative to things being caused, that wouldn't give us a free will either, because if, if our decisions are uncaused, they're not being caused by us, they're uncaused, okay? Again, the, the concept that, to my mind isn't coherent, but some people will sometimes say that, well, not everything is caused, and so therefore, perhaps we have a free will. No, you know, it just it wouldn't give us a free will. Okay. Um... So they understand this. They understand that we have an unconscious. You know, I just did a show on this where that, that basically is where all the data of our decisions... Now, I'm not going to get into this. Anyway, so they, they logically understand why we don't have free will, but they can't accept it, okay? Because basically um, it's difficult for some people to accept that absolutely nothing is up to us because, like, philosophers will, will do this a lot. Philosophers who believe that we have free will will use language purposely intending to kind of like encourage that belief. So in other words, like they'll say, well, now we're, um, we're puppets. We're like, you know, if we didn't have free will, we'd be puppets. We'd be robots. We'd be automatons. Okay? Um, and these are like, these are negative connotations, okay? This is, you know, it's, a, it's another way of saying absolutely nothing is, is up to us. You know, nothing is up to a, a puppet. If I had a puppet here, you know, the puppet wouldn't be deciding anything. I would be deciding everything it, it did, whatever. Um, you, you build a robot, the same thing. The robot doesn't decide everything. So, like, the idea is, like, so while people get the logic of why don't we have free, we don't have free will, <clears throat> they don't like to see themselves as puppets or robots or automatons, okay? So, i got to switch gears. When I think about the animals, it just like sobers me. But I, I wanted to have a bit of fun with this am- episode because I just did a couple of pretty difficult ones, whatever. Um, all right, a term, a new term. We're not, we're not, we are puppets, robots, automatons, metaphorically, Okay? But, you know, what, what I propose we see ourselves as, we're people-uppets, okay? We're people who are puppets. We're, we're, like, we're not puppets, we're still people, but we're people who kind of like have as much power as a puppet would have, as much power as a robot would have, okay? People-uppets. I would much prefer to, myself, to see myself and others as people-uppets. First, it's kind of like, it's a it's a kind of a comical term, you know. It's like it's like it would help to, for us to not take ourselves so seriously in, in a lot of ways. Um, people Uppets. it's um, all right. Do you want to know something? This show is about us being people up, it's. But um, many of us are religious in, in the United States. Eighty percent of us are religious. Ninety percent, whatever, believe in God. So, like, a good way to understand who we are is like. We don't have free wills. We are manifesting the will of God. In other words like God to me, you know, God the, to me the universe and God are synonymous, okay? You know, God is everything, the universe is everything. God is all powerful, the universe is all powerful. You know, so like it's it's kind of like the classic pantheistic view of religion. Pantheism was the, the religion that preceded all other religions. It's the original religion, you know, religious original religious perspective. So fine, alright. You don't want to see yourself as a puppet, a robot, an automaton, and and perhaps the term people up it, it makes you feel too comical, whatever. So you um you're 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 a manifestation of God's will. God God manifests his reality his mind his intention his actions through us in other words everything we do is because god makes us do it you know that's that's kind of like a way of understanding this that's a lot more palatable i think to to a lot of us it, it makes you know makes us because like you know a lot of times like you know if we there's no dignity in being a puppet or a robot to a lot of people and just like, you know, just like, I mean, I it, granted, it's a sur- surreal reality that everything I'm doing, everything you're hearing is like, we have to do it. It's not up to us, you know, and I'm, I got to do more shows about that because like, you know, understanding this at a very deep level is very cool. It's just like, ah, but, um, but yeah, so like, as long as we don't want to like, see ourselves as puppets and all like, um, we need dignity. We like, fine, we might be a people up it, but that term doesn't have that much dignity, maybe. I'll have to come up with another term. See, so I don't know. But like, we're, we're, we're definitely... What does have a lot of dignity is that we... All right, if we're manifesting the will of God, in a certain sense, a certain real sense, we are God. You know, like this hand, this hand is is, is not... It's a part of me, it is me, right? But it's not the whole me, it just doesn't happen to be the part of me that decides anything, okay? That's up there, and again, that's not really up to my mind anyhow, it's up to, you know, the causal past, you know, as we've explained in a lot of shows. But the idea is like, so like, you know, we are are God, we're manifesting the will of God, that should help us to kind of like maintain, retain our dignity, our sense of self, as our society shifts away from this delusion of free will. I'm tired. Okay. Um, Let's see. So, all right, now I might as well continue with this. Um, So, to see ourselves as the will of God connects us with everything. This is like, you know, Buddhism, Zen, um, various traditions um kind of like really reject the personal self they they say well there is i'm even psychology you know they say like well what is the self where is it you know and so like basically there's a there's a view that like we are at one with everything that's our fundamental reality to the extent that we feel at one with everything we feel connected with everything that you know like there's no real separation between me and the set and the people outside and the world in general and the stars and you know the galaxies it's all connected we're all one um to the extent that we're all connected that's going to help us to be more concerned with and compassionate toward that aspect of us that is not you know fundamentally constrained within our body within our personal mind okay and that that's got to be good because so much of the the problem in the world today Comes from an us versus them mentality, you know. We, when, when when we remember that we're all one, that a lot of times what happens is like, um, to the extent that we hurt others, we're we're in a certain sense hurting ourselves. You know, to the extent we understand that, then we will um, we will act more wisely, more intelligently, more compassionately. Okay, um, we're people it's. Where are people up, But somebody told me that I shouldn't be drinking um, water on the set. And, you know, I agree and all. But I don't know. I'm thirsty. And, like, before, a couple of shows ago, um, my throat was very raspy. And I think sometimes, you know, our world is like... And this is just coming to me. I just... I didn't plan this. Like, sometimes our world is too concerned with appearance. You know, in other words, so much of television, uh, there's... um, You know, it's all very, very professional, very scripted, very, you know, intended to impress and all. But a lot of stuff what, you know, a lot of stuff they say is just like so vacuous, so, so inane, so, so wrong. They don't, they don't deal with, you know, a lot of times, I'm not, there's a lot of great TV. There's a lot of great TV. There's a lot of the great uh, media. But they don't near enough deal with what's most essential to us, what's most essential to our life. So in this show, fine, I'll drink water on here. But I'll, I'll, I'll give you the truth of our, of our reality, you know, which is like extremely important extent you can appreciate it. Okay, excuse me. All right. Um, so here's the thing. We're, we're people-uppets and, um, you know, um, we're the will of God. You know, we don't have to see ourselves as puppets, as, as these things. We can see ourselves as people. But um, the, the thing that, that, you know, in other words, like, but we don't have a free will, okay? We, we don't have a free will. Nothing in the world is up to us. And that sucks. That really sucks. And I'll tell you, the reason it sucks is because, like, if we did have a free will, we would choose at every, any moment of any day to feel completely blissful. I'm feeling a little tired right now. I don't know why. I was, I've been doing a lot of work. I've been going to the gym a lot. And um, naturally, to, to not feel tired will feel better, because, like, feeling tired feels a little painful, whatever, and we're hardwired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. So, like, sorry, again, not having a free will sucks because, you know, we're, we're, we're like, we're, um, we're forced to feel stuff that we would rather not feel, and we're not allowed to feel completely blissful when that would be, like, you know, if we were completely blissful... Game over. I mean, you know, the the world would be as it should be, as hopefully it could be. So, you know, all right, what I'm trying to say is, like, granted, the the fact that we don't have a free will sucks, but um, understanding that we don't have a free will, I think I may have said that wrong before, but the fact that we don't have a free will sucks, but understanding that we don't have a free will Is not the problem. It's the fact that we don't have a free will that's the problem. You got to make that distinction because, like, the reason that's so important because to to the extent you understand that we don't have a free will, your life can become a lot, lot better. You know, think of think of the people in your life. Think think of the last time you had an argument with someone. Last time you had negative words, they were either angry with you or you were angry with them, or it wasn't like as as wonderful as you would have it be, as we would all have it be, um, chances are they and you, to whatever extent, even though you may, have, even though you might have seen the show, because like I've been working with this idea for decades, okay. But the the belief in free will is so strong, it's so ingrained, so con- conditioned within us that you could really understand it completely on a cognitive level, intellectual level, but still kind of like on an emotional level, you know, more deep level, be acting as if we had a free will and other people have a free will. And like, all right, but to the extent you do that, um, if somebody's angry with you, they're gonna be feeling angry at you. Not at the fact that that like you're doing something that makes them angry, that not at the fact that the universe is making you do something that makes them angry. They're gonna be angry at you for doing what you're doing. And to the extent they're angry at you, we have like you know we seek revenge, we seek retribution, we we have the need to punish people who do stuff wrong, okay? And so like you know so that's like you know so then you're going to be subject to this person's wrath, this person's righteous indignation, and you know, and um and you know that's that that leads to to hurt, to to vengeance, to revenge and all that. it's 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 nonsense. Like so like to the extent that like let's say that person not just understood, but, but worked on it. And let's say the whole world, because the best way for this to happen is if the whole world gets on board on this, then we could, like, probably within a year tops, um, recondition ourselves to, to, yeah, after a year, everybody would get it. And every, I think pretty much every moment of every day, um, we would be acting on that understanding. We would like. So what would happen is like, let's say I did something wrong. Um, let's say you did something wrong, because that you know, if I relate it to you, I think you'll you'll get it better. If you if you did something wrong, your um, your friend or spouse or whatever um, would notice it, and they'd say to you, "Listen, you know, the universe is, is making you do this thing wrong." And like you're not going to feel defensive, you're not going to deny it, you're not going to like try to get out of it, whatever. Because that's what happens with the free will um, illusion a lot of times. We feel attacked, and we say, "No, I didn't do that," you know. Um, so what happens? alright? Like so, you know, you do something wrong. A friend of yours, somebody close in your life, makes you aware of it because that, you know, like our understanding that we don't have a free will doesn't change that. We're still gonna do stuff wrong and we still have to like acknowledge it and correct it for, for our sakes and for the sakes of others. But um, well, what's gonna happen? All right. Let's say it's a she, it's a, you know, your, your wife, girlfriend, whatever. She, she tells you to do something wrong. Um, you're gonna like, you're gonna, you're gonna like listen, right? You're not gonna blame her for telling you this, right? Because you're gonna understand that she doesn't have a free will you're not going to blame yourself because you understand you, ha- you don't have a free will. So what are you going to do? You're going to, like, you know, let's say to the extent um, you're going to first become open-minded, you know, because you're not trying to run away from it. So you're going to, like, try to understand what, um, what she's saying, okay? So, like, so without this free will delusion, you're much more open to, like, this kind of, like, objective understanding. Um, all right, so, like, so you begin to understand, you know, she's got a point, Okay. Uh, You feel bad that it happened, you feel bad for her, you feel bad for yourself, but you don't blame yourself. In other words, you don't add insult to injury by not only feeling bad that it happened, but then like feeling bad that you of your free will did this. You might feel bad that the universe chose you to do this, but again, it wouldn't be like, you wouldn't be blaming yourself for it. So what do you do? You know, you would both, she and you would both acknowledge that the universe... God, if, if you want to, whatever, made you, you know, absolutely made you do this, you know, gave you no choice. And so you, one thing you might want to ask is like, well, why, why did the universe do this? Why would the universe do this? And like, sometimes I think there's a, there's a kind of wisdom, like, you know, when things happen, there is a reason, you know, things happen for a reason. And, and sometimes when you, you know, fundamentally maybe there is no reason. Who knows? But but I, th- I think it, it, it helps. I think it's good to, to work from the perspective that, that things happen for a reason. So rather than spending time, you know, you're kind of like maybe getting angry with her for telling you that you did something that got her angry or you're denying it and or you're running away from it, or whatever. you're like exploring it. You're, you're together on the same time. You're not going to be angry at each other, okay? In other words, you're going to be feeling as good, toward her as you did before, and she's going to be feeling as good toward you because you're not going to be blaming yourselves. You're going to be on the same side trying to figure out why, one, you know, I mean, and that's not all that important, you know, you, but you might want to do it. You try to figure out why did the universe make you um, do this thing that was wrong, clearly wrong. But more importantly, you're going to like very objectively on the same side, like a team, explore how you can like work to not have you do that thing wrong again. Because even though, like, even though we don't have a free will, that doesn't mean we don't change. We change all the time. We can become better people. We can make, you know, just because we made a mistake once doesn't mean we have to repeat that mistake. We learn. I mean, everybody knows this. This is obvious. This is why we, we kind of, like, think about that stuff. This is why we, we forgive and we have penitence. We, um, you know, we, we have a conscience. We, we learn from our mistakes. All right, so... Um, so that's what happens. That's that You know, so then you're on the same side. And, like, because you're not, like, distracted from the blame and the anger, these emotions, when you're, like, feeling these negative emotions, most likely, more likely than not, it's going to, like, cloud your reasoning. You know, the emotions do that sometimes. It's, they just, you know, they serve as distractions to logical, clear thinking. So, all right, so chances are without the free will illusion you're going to enjoy the experience actually cuz like you know you're not going to enjoy the fact that um that what you did wrong sometimes what we do wrong will cause pain to others and whatever so you know but but aside from that you know the process of of figuring out how to not happen again can be much more pleasant for the both of you cuz like you know you're you're on the same side of this you're not distracted and, and you're not you're not feeling bad about having done it because, again, it wasn't your, your fault. Um, this is one example. Um, again, I've got to segue this show to, give, to having the shows be completely about this. I mean, very little about the mechanics of why do we have free will. Again, this is episode 125. You, if you don't get it now, there's 124 episodes whatever um, already up there. Um, and, you know, all right, so this is on a personal level imagine, imagine if our entire world was like this. Everybody got it. Everybody was on board. We, you know, we, we discovered, we realized this was so important that we'd begin to teach our kids this, you know, at all levels, because like, you know, again, you're, what you're teaching them is fine. You don't have a free will, but that doesn't give you license to do what, whatever you want. They're still right and wrong. You know, that's a very, very important point that you have to like perhaps even start with, okay, because a lot of people are afraid that, like, if everybody got this, there'd be no morality. No, we just, like, have a morality that's based on the fact that it's not our morality, it's the morality of the universe, and we would still pragmatically be moral, you know, because, like, we would still, you know, we want to be good, we, you know, goodness generally tends to, like, make our life and the life of others happier, and that's what, what we're about, and as we were to do that we could create a brand new world. This, like, you know, John Searle, I got to, like, I want to start my, that episode, whatever. This is the biggest thing ever. This is the, a, a complete shift in the human consciousness. And I got to do more shows on this, too, because, like, uh, to the extent you get how big it is, you get, you get how important it is. All right, this is George Sase. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Okay, thanks. Bye.